Yeah, hello everyone. I'm going to be sharing with us Psalm 91. It's a very, very powerful scripture. I'd like you to open your mind, your soul, your spirit, and accept the undiluted word of the Lord. Psalm 91, verse 1 says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the foiler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night or for the hour that flyeth by day. Nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at new day. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thy eyes shall thy behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. There shall no evil fall before thee, neither shall any plague come near thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash their foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shall thou trample on thy feet. 14 says, Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he has known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. May the Lord bless his words in your hearts and in my hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Well, glory to Jesus. So, we are looking at this parable that Jesus gave in Luke 19, actually. And let me just read. So, what I will do just to because yes i know we've mostly been taught that this parable is talking about talents like uh, skills and all those things yeah and it's true uh, like we all know in parts you get so christ is the light everybody that looks at him is seeing the light from the different um positions that they are in in this life and that's why the light is so bright that it can pick somebody from the darkest realm of the occult somebody that is a terrible thief another person that is a prostitute and all bring them closer to the light so when we look at the this um, passage from the perspective of 
the gift as being faith what i'll do is i'll read the passage and um, also um, cross it with other scriptures and when we see the similarities we'll know that okay yes because christ a um the jesus <laughs> can speak to multiple situations with just one word so there's no impossibility with him but so what by by god's grace and by the holy spirit i believe that whatever i say will make sense so we'll just i'll just start with the um passage um believe when i read it as the holy spirit leads i'll find um scriptures to back anything as the holy spirit directs me so at this time jesus was getting close to entering jerusalem okay so when jesus was going to jerusalem what the jews were expecting or his followers then in fact up until the point where jesus was taken by the soldiers or whatever his disciples <laughs> had a different thing came from him yes the disciples the ones that had faith the ones that followed him up and the ones that did healing in his name while he was still on earth they had a different thinking that's why peter could remove sword because in their mind it was time to <laughs> for the kingdom to come back <laughs> to be given back to the jews so and they, they were thinking their kingdom is of the earth that they will fight and i just said no my own kingdom is different because if i wanted the um, ten thousand legions of angels yeah don't you think they will come yeah so so the mindset of the people following jesus has when he was going into jerusalem is it is time for um, the kingdom to be established so at this time jesus was getting close to entering jerusalem the crowds that followed him were convinced that god's kingdom realm would fully manifest when jesus established it in jerusalem so he told them this story to change their perspective once there was a wealthy prince who left his province to travel to a distant land where he will be crowned king and then return does this look um, similar to the story of jesus um, and now he's crowned king and then we see his return in revelations 19 verse 16. so let's continue before he departed he summoned his 10 servants together and said i am entrusting each of you with fifty thousand dollars to trade with while i'm away invest it and put the money to work until i return some of his countrymen despised the prince and sent a delegation after him to de to declare before the royals we refuse to let this man rule over us he will not be our king just like today we find people um, not just um, uh, not just atheists we also find people that say no jesus will not have rule over them and uh, we find people that I, I would say I would want to go into, but there are so many angles of um, rebellion, and I believe that we're all we're all guilty one way or the other, and it's only by the grace of God that we find mercy. Um, so, but there are people that have sworn that Jesus will not rule over their lives, and we know that that's happening today in this world. So let's continue on verse 15. Nevertheless, he was crowned king. 
as we know that Jesus Christ has been crowned king and returned to his land, then he summoned his ten servants to see how much each one had earned and what their profits came to. The first one came forward and said, Master, I took what you gave me and I invested it and multiplied it ten times. And the Lord said, Splendid, you have done well, my excellent servant, because you have shown that you can be trusted in this small matter. I now grant you authority to rule over ten fortress cities. So another thing that we should look at here, when we see it from the perspective of faith, is that when you use your faith, you the reward of using your faith on earth is that you are giving authority in the kingdom of God. third guy came and he said um, another came before the king and said master here is the money you were entrusted to me I hid it for safekeeping <laughs> and we can see so I'll be picking the word now let's let's look at the word hide here there's um, a point in time where Jesus asked the question in Matthew 5 verse 15 he said who would light a lamp and then hide it? Instead, it is a place where everyone can benefit from its light. So, what Holy Spirit explained to me from here, this person hid it. So, you have the light, which is the word of life that we've already received, where we, whereby we have faith here, yeah? and where nobody can benefit from that light where there is nobody that is benefiting from that light you get then that means you are hiding it so you are not sharing the word um, you are not using the word to give um, seasonable advice seasonable words to people you are not letting the word shine through your lifestyle to influence people you are not doing anything at all because the truth is the Holy Spirit in us will stir us onto good works. So, you know, you can frustrate the Holy Spirit, you can grieve the Holy Spirit where true rebellion, true stubbornness, that way if you hear the voice of, if you hear his voice this day, had it not your heart as in the, this, as in the wilderness you get, as your fathers did in the wilderness. So, the Holy Spirit will stir us onto good works, and that way we shine our lights. But where nobody is benefiting from the word of life that we have, then we are frustrating the grace. We are hiding it like this um, servant, and Christ sees that as wickedness because what he said is the king said, "You wicked servants, I will judge you using your own words. If what you said about me is true." That I am a harsh man, pushing you for a high return and wanting gain from others' efforts. Why didn't you at least put my money in the bank to earn some interest on what I entrusted to you? The king said to his other servants, Take the money that he has and give it to the faithful servant who multiplied my money ten times over. And they objected, Why give him such amount? He already has much. Yes, replied the king. 
but to all who have been faithful, even more will be given them. And for the ones who have nothing, even the little they seem to have will be taken from them. Now bring all those. <laughs> ah, it's so interesting because uh, you know there's something about is nobody is ever you're not too early in the kingdom to evangelize or to speak about Christ, you know, because if you think ah what I know is small, my faith is small. Christ does not count it as little. He says even the little that you seem to have will be taken from you if you do not with it. So now you can see that what he first did was to deal with his servants. Remember that the king was going. He gave his servants gifts. Now, Jesus Christ, when he was living, he said, As my father has sent me, so send I you. You get? And we can see in scriptures that he has given unto us gifts. Um, there's this scripture that says, Giving gifts. Ah, there's this scripture that describes how he gave us gifts. But there's another, um, in one letter from Paul, Romans 12, yeah, he says, to everyone is to everyone among you that you should not think of yourself high, more highly than you ought to, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. That means in the kingdom, you get we are all we've all been dealt with a measure of faith. As well, I don't know what else you have been dealt with in the kingdom. You get so yeah. I know when we speak about this realm, we, we individually we have talents. But when we're speaking about the kingdom of God, what we have received initially is faith. We receive the word, we receive faith, then we receive the gifts. I mean, it's the Holy Spirit that gives faith. So by the time we're having faith, the Holy Spirit is living in us through the word. So um, now we we know from the um, scriptures that charity will begin at home. I think in um, 1 Peter 4, verse 17. But let me continue. So, verse 27. After the king has dealt with his, with his, uh, with his servants, he now turns to face his enemies. Those that said, you will not be king over us. Those that rejected him as their king. He now said, now bring all those rebellious enemies of mine who rejected me as their king. Bring them here before me and execute them. So, this story is um, a, a prince. A prince went to a um, city to be crowned the king. He went. He traveled to a distant land. So when he he will be crowned king and then return, he gave gifts to servants. Just the same way Christ gave gifts to men, and he is uh, coming back. And when he comes back, he's going to look at the servants and how they have dealt with the gifts that was given to them and we know that christ has given unto us so there are so many other gifts that he has given us but the primary gift that he has given us is the gift of faith through his word and um, by his holy spirit get and we can either multiply what he has given us um there's this scripture um first peter to uh, first peter let me check it so i'll be sure First Peter.
four. elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through sanctification of the Spirit unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. Grace unto you and peace be multiplied. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy had begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled that faded not away. Reserve the room. Okay, so we are speaking about the multiplication here. Um, okay, so there is this scripture that says, "Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ." And um, okay, let's do this. Um, it's Second Peter, not First Peter. Second Peter, so grace and peace be multiplied unto you in knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. So the way we multiply this um, gift that has been given unto us is not to just sleep with it or to hide it. We multiply it by learning more of God and also. We see that the servants that put it to work, those ones, the ones that used, so if we are speaking of the gift in terms of faith now, those servants that used their faith, they had a good reward. And we see the scriptures telling us to follow those who through faith and patience have inherited um, the promise you get. So there is there is benefit in working with that faith that we have received. When you get um, instructions in scriptures, and you act on them, then the reward is sure for us. Because if we look at the scriptures, our faith, if we do nothing about it, if we just say we believe, and it's not clear to anyone that we believe, probably in your place of work. I'm not saying you should go and uh, forcefully evangelize to everyone there, but people should know you and know that there's a difference. And the truth is, there are many people that see things that normal people don't see. And with our light, these people get to know Christ as well. And hopefully, they also have a change of heart and repentance because that's who Christ came to heal. He's sick. So, and we are admonished to hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. That means it's possible to lose it, right? Um, but faithful is he that has promised us. So, and he tells us in Revelation 3 verse 11 that we should hold fast that which we have, that no man take your crown. So I'll be wondering now, yeah, if he has, um, and we can see that he has dealt to, he has given to each one of us a measure of faith. Then he's telling us to hold fast that which we have. I'm wondering what other thing he has given us because there are so many other things he has given us. But it's according to your knowledge. But the first thing, the primary thing that anybody that Christ is speaking to as his, um, 
as a person in his kingdom, as a heir of his kingdom, anybody that Christ is speaking to as a heir of his kingdom, one thing that cannot be missing in that person is faith. So faith is a common gift that we all have. And here we are hearing Christ Jesus telling us to hold fast that which we have so that no man will take our crown. <laughs> and as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works too is dead. James 2 verse 26. So we cannot um we cannot say we have no where there's no fruitful fruitful work from the faith we've received then what it means is that we have hidden the faith and um because nobody can light a lamp and hide it and then there's this scripture that i would like to i would like to um end with in john 15 verse 16 jesus christ said you didn't choose me but i've chosen you and commissioned you to go into the world to bear fruit and your fruit will last because whatever you ask of my father for my sake he will give it to you so our purpose so by the time you are because we know that any of us nobody can come to christ no one can come unto him except the father draws him so when the father is drawing you then he has chosen you say as uh, <laughs> he has he has preordained us he foreknew us and he has saved us it is only by his own choosing so he's the one that chose us and he has commissioned us to go into the world to bear fruit so if we do not do our if he sends us now we are, we fail in what he sent us to do when he returns we'll be like that servant and i hope we will not and I pray we will not, but I pray that God choose Holy Spirit to help us to shine the um, the light so that we can, we, we as children of God, we keep proclaiming the word of life. In the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, we are holding forth the word of life and, and we are shining as light onto this dark world. Because that's the way um, men will see the light and say, let us go onto the mountain of the Lord's house. Because that's what God wants. He wants many to be saved. And that's the reason why we are part of his army. Anybody that is not fruitful. Uh, but the truth is, the pressure is not on us um, to be fruitful. The pressure is not on us. What is on us is to yield to God. To you to him to let him take to let him take charge the holy spirit is doing all the work he's the one with the fan and the fire your body is his temple so he's the one that we clean up clean us up clean us up is the holy spirit if the more we know him the more our lives we align with him and um, the brighter the light is shining and the more people will see that light but we also have um, a role to play. A role to play. It can be as simple as letting people know your stance. It can be as um, simple as reaching out to someone in need. Can be. It's even as simple as sowing and I mean giving, giving, sowing and reaping. There are other scriptures. That I'll probably just send some other scriptures. So I'm not reading too many scriptures out glory all right
Praise God. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ said in his word that when he the spirit of truth is come, he will teach you all things. When he the spirit of truth is come, he will teach you all things. Thy words were found and I did eat them. Thy words were unto me joy and rejoicing of my heart because I am called by thy name, O Lord God of hosts. Who revealed that because I am called by thy name? It is the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit reveals it to you, when the Holy Spirit reveals the word to you, is joy. His joy, his joy, and it's with joy that you draw waters out of the well of salvation. It is with joy that you draw waters out of the well of salvation. Glory. Because the woman asked Jesus, as the woman at the well, she asked Jesus, she said, Master, <laughs> the well is deep and you have nothing to draw with. How then can you get this water that you are talking about? You know, but what she didn't know is that Jesus Christ was talking about a different thing. And when it became clear to her, what did she do? She ran. When she was explaining, when she must have been explaining to the people in her town and calling them to come and see the Lord, it must have been with joy. Ah! I saw a man that knows everything. Come and see. <laughs> that joy had been transferred to her. She has seen the joy. She has seen the joy. He, what is what, what caused that joy? See, the, 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 the word of God says that the woman said, When he the Messiah is when the Messiah comes, he will reveal unto us all things. Jesus said, I that speak am he. So he identified himself as the one that reveals all things. So <laughs> then what is the all things? Because the the contention there was that the Jews said they were worshiping this mountain the samaritans they were worshiping this other mountain the woman was not like well when um, the messiah is come he will reveal unto us all things but jesus also told her that he samaritans we worship we do not know but we worship what we know we worship who we know because salvation is of the jews so it's about the knowing so jesus now says that the woman said, hey, when the Messiah comes, he will reveal unto us all things. And Jesus says, I that speak, am he. Then he said, when he, the spirit of truth is come, he will, reveal, he will teach you all things. All things. All things. Praise God. So, the all things there is the knowledge of God. Because the Samaritans, they worship who they do not know. But the Jews worship who they know. So is the knowledge of God, the all things. And when you <laughs> see thy words were found, that knowing God, it brings joy to your life. Let's look at um, Psalms. It says, My soul, Psalm 63, verse 5. It says, My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips. When I remember thee upon my bed, I meditate on thee in the night watches, because thou hast been my help. Therefore, in the shadow of thy wings will I rejoice. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, joy is very important in our kingdom. Joy is very important in our kingdom. And joy is transferable. When you look at the word and it enters you, you receive joy. As you go about your day, you spread that joy. You spread the Jesus joy. That way, you are lightening up the world. 
the lightning of the world. So let's go out and be lights onto this world today. God bless us. Have a good morning.